guys. It's the Kickass Life Podcast. Thanks for being here. I've been at the beach for a couple of days, actually catching up on some work and some rest, and I'm packing up to leave. And I thought, you know what? Let's run out to the beach because I want to share with you some thoughts I've had for a while. And where better to do it than right here? Because this is where the thought originated. If you listen to the intro episodes of the Kickash Live podcast, you'll know that I have a little fixer-upper at the beach on the Florida Panhandle. And down here, there is a bike path that just goes on for miles and miles. And during tourist season, when the little there's this little two-lane beach road called 30A, it gets packed. And sometimes the quickest way to get where you're going is by bike. Otherwise, you're just sitting in your car. And what's the whole point of that? But... Here's the issue. True fact, I cannot ride a bike. I mean, I, I could when I was a kid, but I just cannot get steady now. It, it's like a whole actual scene and a real source of amusement for my kids. So down here, I have a trike. It is a candy apple red adult tricycle, and I call her Trixie. And she's a little rusty these days, but she gets me there. And a friend of mine asked, Ashley, when are you finally going to learn to ride a bike again? And my response, real response, was maybe when the rest of my life is back in balance again, I can focus on finding balance on a bike. And yet, here's the thing. Are our lives ever fully in balance? I guess there are some eras where there's just, you know, more or less balance. I'm a little out of balance. I told you, my life is kind of a mess right now. It's a beautiful mess. And this is the era I've been in for the last couple of years. Does, I mean, I wonder if you feel that. Does anyone else feel that? It cannot be just me. But I'm going to stay positive. I'm generally always positive. And I positively, by the way, cannot ride a bike. Early one morning, I was pedaling Trixie along the bike path off to the beachy bean for some cold brew. And I noticed something. Nearly every person I passed going the opposite way would say sorry just as we passed. Now, Trixie is a little extra, but she's not that big. There is plenty of room on the bike path for everyone. But as we would approach one another, I could see the person on the bike coming toward me physically shrink and say sorry with a half-hearted like kind of grin. And I would catch myself doing the same thing in response. Approach, shrink, apologize. Apologize for taking up space. And more often than not, it was women doing the apologizing, but the guys got in on the sorry action too. I thought, why are we doing this? It is a gorgeous morning. We're at the beach. We are surrounded by nature and breeze and salty air. And we are blessed beyond measure at this very moment. All right, so I tried this. Instead of I'm sorry, the next bike that came along, I sat up, I threw my shoulders back, lifted my chin and said, hi, good morning. And I could see their physical response. There was surprise a pause, and then a little grin in response. So if you know me, I, you know I got bolder. I'd say hi, and I'd ring the bell. 
hey, I hope you have a great day. Ooh, look, their shoulders went back and they laughed. Okay, okay, this is fun. Next bike, person shrinks, says sorry. I laugh and grin and I point to my trike. No apologies. She's a lot, right? And I ring the bell. Shoulders back, chin up, wind in my hair, breathe in the salty air. Hi, good morning. I hope you have a great day. To complete strangers. This was you know, a minor but important shift to my day. It turned the whole morning around. And in that moment, I wished I could share it with someone. And then I wondered, well, would this even make sense to anyone? But in that very moment is when I knew I wanted to include some segments on this podcast called Thoughts from the Trike. Just me having a thought, wanting to share it, seeing if it resonates, or if you've had a similar experience. Since that time, I've been thinking about the reasons we play small. And so here's my list. First, that pervasive feeling of being not enough, not good enough, smart enough, successful enough to be here. It's a feeling that plagues many of us, and it certainly gets me. I actually wear a necklace, I've had it for a while now, that says, enough, And I wear it on the days that I need a reminder that I am indeed enough. The next thing, lack of self-confidence. I think, you know, this is related to not enough, but it's a bit different. For me, it's about feeling good in my skin, feeling like I've got a little swagger, a little mischief, a little I don't give a fuck. I'm going to have my friend Casey Sullivan on soon. She talks about curating confidence, so stay tuned for that. It's amazing. But I really do think lack of self-confidence affects how we show up in the world, obviously, right? Next thing, appearance. For better or for worse, one piece of confidence is appearance. How many times have we not shown up fully because we're self-conscious about a blemish or roots showing in our hair, shout out to SW The Salon on a prior episode. Or we don't feel good in an outfit that's not quite on point, or our nails are chipped, or our hair is frizzy in the humidity. I, I don't know what the guy's stuff is, but for me, these are, these are some things that show up in the checklist. And we are so hard on ourselves. I mean, yes, absolutely. How we feel about our appearance affects how we interact. It's a fact of life. But as I get older, I am learning that I don't want to miss the joy in a moment just because I'm feeling bloated. Learning to be exactly where I am and set the rest aside, it's such a journey. I urge you, though, be where you are, no matter that you spilled coffee all over your blouse. There's joy and laughter, and it's right there waiting for you. Next one, exhaustion. Do you feel that? We cannot show up fully when we are exhausted. We can push through, but the lack of presence shines through. Attention diverted. This is another one that affects how we show up. Attention diverted by Deadlines, schedules, 101 things on the to-do list, other people's drama that we take on as our own. All of these can take away from our ability to show up, definitely from mine. 
Another one, uncertainty. Uncertainty about other aspects of our lives takes energy from the present moment. Uncertainty about finances, career, relationships, or even our schedule for the day. Some uncertainty is normal, of course, but heavy uncertainty, pervasive uncertainty, and the last couple of years have taught me a lot about that. Heavy uncertainty is energetically draining. If my energy is low, I need to stop and think, is uncertainty present? Is it truly heavy or am I letting it be heavy? If it is truly heavy, how am I going to manage it in this moment and maybe down the road? Sadness. Oh boy, sadness. I, I know sadness. I know you do too, right? I give myself permission these days to sit with it and not stuff it because I was really good at stuffing it for many years. But real talk, faking a smile is really hard. It's really darn hard. And it's often counterproductive. The sooner I sit with sadness, the sooner I acknowledge it and honor it, well, the sooner I can move through it. It's like uncertainty. Sometimes we need to feel sad. We need to take the time, though, to get to the bottom of why we're feeling that way. That's the work, right? It's not easy, but that's the work. Here's another one. The crowd. Maybe there is just something about this crowd that does not resonate with you. I added this one recently because I was kind of listening to my instinct to run because the crowd didn't resonate with me. They just were not my people. And that's okay. Listen to your gut and ask why. Because I know I learned something about what I thought I wanted and what I actually wanted. Look, I mean, here's the deal. I know that I am not for everyone in the same way that everyone is not for me. And that is okay. So these are just some thoughts. I wonder if there's something I've missed. Drop me a line and let me know. What are the reasons you catch yourself playing small? I do know this because it's a lesson I've had to relearn time and again. When we shift our energy, we shift our life and we shift the energy for others around us. That's Beach Patrol driving by, making sure everybody's okay. Thank you, guys. You're amazing. And there's the Blue Angels. Can you hear them? Oh, Oh, that was magical. Well, at this point, everything went a little sideways. First, there was Beach Patrol. Next, the Blue Angels flew overhead, and right after that, a bunch of college fellas set up right in front of me with country music on a big speaker, and I loved it. They were having so much fun. That's what we should do on the beach, but I had to move along. So as I was listening back to the first track of this recording, I thought, you know what? This is the perfect time for 
two tangents and a reflection. It's kind of like that game, two truths and a lie, maybe. But yeah, here we go. Two tangents and a reflection. First tangent, Beach Patrol. That's what brought this up. Here is the deal from a part-time Florida local. If you or your child decide to dig a hole halfway to China, and gracious, like really, what is it about kids and digging holes in the sand? They love it. Please teach them that it is just as much fun to fill the hole back in as it is to dig it. Here are three reasons why the very first one, probably if you have kids, will resonate. I hope it does. That hole can confuse the sea turtles at night and it interrupts their family patterns and their egg laying patterns and their ability to find their way back to the sea. It's a really big deal environmentally. Look it up, dig into it. There are actually books out there for children about this. But if the sea turtles don't get you, maybe the elderly folks walking the beach in the morning will. You know, there are, I observe, a lot of very senior, very vibrant women walking the beach in the morning. And that hole could trip them up or really anyone. And that's just not something we want to happen. It's it's such a simple solution. Number three, hitting a hole can flip the beach patrol's vehicle. If they are responding to an emergency and they're moving down the beach pretty fast and they catch a hole, it can flip the vehicle, I've been told, and it harms them and it keeps them from getting to someone who needs their help. So add to the fun, fill up the hole. Okay, that was my first tangent. My second tangent, the Blue Angels. Oh my goodness, they are based in my hometown at the Pensacola Naval Air Station and growing up, how much fun was it to be at the beach just on a random day? Sometimes after school, we would run down to the beach. And just to get to see them practice over the Gulf with the planes flying in tandem and really low to the shore, it's magical. And talk about showing up. Talk about being present. If you ever get to see the Blue Angels live, please go see it. It's amazing. But here's my main tangent. I love this. In 1973, I just learned that the first women entered the NAS, Naval Air Station, Pensacola Flight School. And 50 years later, in 2023, Lieutenant Amanda Lee became the first fighter pilot to fly for the Blue Angels. That happened in March of this year. 50 years later. It's amazing. So cool. I cannot wait to see what Lieutenant Amanda Lee does from here. But by the way, the first female pilot for the Blue Angels was Major Katie Higgins, who flew the transport plane for the Blue Angels. You know what the transport plane is called? Fat Albert. How cool is that? Let's go. Let's go, ladies. So great. It's a big year. And Actually, once I learned about it, literally I tear up every time I think about it. All right, there were two tangents. Here's one reflection. 
I recorded this at the beach over a month ago. And I kept thinking, all right, Ash, what is the holdup? Like, just put this out there. And I started thinking about the reasons I listed, the reasons why I don't show up fully. And here they are. I'm going to list them again because if you know me by now, you know I love a list. All right, here it is. Feeling not enough, lack of self-confidence, being self-conscious about some aspect of my appearance, exhaustion, my attention is diverted, I'm in uncertainty, I'm in sadness, or something about this crowd just does not resonate. So when I was going back over this list after listening to this first track, I realized that I'm missing one of the most obvious ones. Tell me if this makes sense. What will they think? What will they think? Oh my goodness, dear listener, I have struggled with this one since I was a child because what others thought was a central determining factor in many of the decisions being made by the adults around me, including decisions about me. Does that resonate for you? And I spent 20 years at a law firm and real truth, it is filled with folks who care very much what others think. Also, the people I shared life with for many years. Yeah, what will they think was a central theme. So you can bet this one has shown up again as I've started this podcast. Except my goals have changed. I've changed. This much I know. So I try to ask myself, first of all, who is they? Like, in what will they think? Who is that? Can I even put a face to that? Often I can't. Second, I have no agency over what they think. I only have agency over what I do. And if showing up matters to me, then that's what I will do. I share this because this is a part of my journey. It's a part of my struggle. I committed to sharing the journey and the struggle here with you. And just by sharing it, I feel stronger already. And I wonder, I wonder if it resonates with you, if it um, is part of your journey too. So maybe there was a reason for the beach patrol and the blue angels and the frat boys pop-up beach party. It was enough to make me stop and reflect and go on a couple of tangents as I've been known to do because I can. It's my podcast. (laughs) Okay, let's get back to the beach and close this out. Love you for taking that little side street with me. I don't know. Gosh, I love to wander a side street and see where it takes me. How about you? All right, let's go. Today, when you pass strangers, give them a grin. Then just sit back and observe their reaction. They might smile back. I mean, that was what was so fun on the trike, right? They actually smiled back. 
And then the other alternative is they might look at you like you're a nut, but so what? You'll definitely feel your own energy shift. I do have a caveat to this. It's an important one. Understand in the moment how much energy you have to give and set some healthy boundaries. Here's the story. When I first started working in New York City years ago, I was a small town girl, first time in the city, and I was so excited to be there. I was so dang excited that I smiled at every single person I passed. I literally could not contain myself. But soon, didn't take long, I learned that if I smile at every single person, I will have nothing left in the tank. Having grown up in the Deep South, there's this common misconception that New Yorkers are abrupt and curt and maybe a little rude. I think that's absolutely not the case. That was not my experience. They are so smart. The New Yorkers I met were and are some of the warmest, most compassionate, generous, helpful people I have ever met. Here's my theory. I have a theory. People in the city have learned to preserve their energy to set boundaries and preserve their energy for moments that really matter and for the people that they love. I learned that there were times I needed to not make eye contact. I needed to stay in my own world, despite literally tens of thousands of humans swirling all around me. And I needed to do that in order to have energy to share at the office or with friends later or just myself. So there's my caveat, know your limits, but do keep your chin up. Do let your eyes sparkle. Do notice when your shoulders are drooping or you're feeling small and decide to open up and shift the energy. That's a note to myself, by the way. There is so much joy, so much love to share. Let's start with ourselves and then send it along to others. I am so grateful to be here with you. We've got interviews coming up with people who are creating beautiful lives and touching others' lives in beautiful ways. So click subscribe and stay tuned. In the meantime, here's what I want to remind you. You are love and light. You are health and wealth. You are joy and strength. You are fire and grace. So let's throw on a smile. Let's light up the world. Yeah?